Hey, potential podcast listeners, let's talk about today's sponsor, Let's Get Checked. Let's Get Checked makes professional health testing easy by letting you get tested without having to visit a healthcare provider. You can order a testing kit that will be delivered to you in discreet packaging. Once your sample arrives in the laboratory, confidential results will be available from your secure online account within two to five days. These results are reviewed by a clinician, and a member of the Let's Get Checked nursing team may call you to review your results. And Let's Get Checked laboratories are CLIA approved and CAP accredited, which are the highest ranking levels of accreditation. So, if you want to avoid an uncomfortable office visit or prefer the convenience and get tested at home, visit trylgc.com potential and get 25% off your test using code POTENTIAL25. Once again, that's 25% off your test by going to trylgc.com potential using the promo code POTENTIAL25. Take charge of your physical health and well-being, and let's get checked. Reviewing the latest in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more, this is Potential Picks. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. I'm joined by my co-host and fellow park ranger, Taylor Sokol. Today we're reviewing the comedy horror film, Cocaine Bear. This was written by Jimmy Warden and directed by Elizabeth Banks. It is loosely inspired by the true story of the cocaine bear, an American black bear that ingested millions of dollars of lost cocaine in 1985. So, uh, yeah, we saw these trailers coming out the last few months, and I think a lot of people were like, what the hell is this? This is one of those movies that, with a title like that, Cocaine Bear, you got to go check it out for, for, you know, for better or for worse. I mean, the concept of a bear that somehow gets a hold of cocaine and then goes on a rampage, uh, and these people who are desperate to get their cocaine back and those who are just trying to survive. A great mix of dark black comedy here in the woods. So, uh, yeah, we're excited to check this out. Taylor, I mean, there's not much more plot than that. I mean, there's definitely, I would say, kind of like two, three plots going on at the same time. But just from a hype level, because this is one of those unique films, where were you at before going into Cocaine Bear? When, you know, if you went to movies lately and saw a trailer for this, where were you at with the cocaine bear hype? I was like, that movie is so crazy. It's so crazy. It just might work. Um, you know, I see this this trailer and I'm like, I'm super pumped because I was like, okay. At times there comes along a movie that does not take itself seriously. And you just, it's just good theater fodder. Like just something fun that you can just, mm. you know, have a good laugh. So I was really kind of excited, especially the trailer kind of really hyped it up with, the 80s feel you know we get we got um <laughs> white lines uh playing <laughs> which is uh aptly yeah. aptly uh, and also just the the cast that they had here and especially you know this film was dedicated to ray liotta one of his last films um after he unfortunately had passed so i was like okay this is this mm-hmm. is kind of cool so yeah i was super excited going into this 
Now, I saw this myself in um, you know, pretty pretty decent theater, and I it was kind of basically what I had expected, but I I I really feel like with a movie like Cocaine Bear, I really wanted it more to to go for broke. I want a little bit more more zaniness. Like if you're gonna lean into the eightiness mm. enough of this rampaging bear, you know, let's go for it. Where I think, you know, knowing a film like, okay, it's gonna be a bear that's gonna be attacking people, similar to the movies like Alligator, Jaws, uh, Beast, Giant Squid, you you really kind of need to lean on that. I, I wanted um just a little bit maybe more carnage, more maybe horrific elements, you know, and I think that's that's what I, I kind of like of those movies where it just I wanted I wanted a lot more of that. There is a couple good scenes with that, but maybe I wanted more from that. Um, I will say the movie sets up pretty well in the very beginning, especially with okay, he's our characters. Only a couple of them really liked. I really wanted to like you know more of them. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'd say really the only character I kind of came to like in the movie was Alden Elmreich yeah. as Eddie, uh, because they give him like this kind of overarching emotional state that he's in uh, dealing with his. Uh, his ex or and his 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 kid and there's just like this <laughs> this great like bit going on about this tattoo he's got that's spelled wrong and and he just he was kind of giving more of like a fun character and that yeah I agree this is one of those movies where they needed to dive more into like an anaconda type nature where it's so bad it's fun to watch and for me what struggled for this movie was the human characters they realized probably what what came down to and this is of course we get it this is you know with a lot of movies nowadays this movie had a budget of 30 to 35 million clearly if they had a higher budget they probably could have had the bear in the movie a lot more now this is not to say that the bear isn't in the movie you know quite a bit of course you're not gonna have a movie called cocaine bear without a bear in it but there's so many scenes they had to just flesh out because they didn't have the bear on screen that's having to kind of, you know, obviously the one plot line of like, okay, a bunch of cocaine drops into the, the forest. These, you know, drug people want to come and get it. That plot kind of makes sense. The other plots of like, oh, the ranger and maybe this naturalist dude who I will say was played Jesse by Tom Ferguson. Um, oh my god, I Jesse didn't I didn't Ferguson. realize that was him at first because he looked so like different. But he was well. This the, the hair he had was terrible, and I think that was kind of the point was that he was hippie like kind this of pita guy, hippie kind of yeah pita guy. Um, but like the plot of that was like, eh. and then the plot that really to me was just like a didn't need it all. And we're gonna talk about an element that. Not a, not a spoiler to me, just was really, I think, a bad choice in the film, is you have Carrie Russell, who's kind of top build here, surprisingly, and she's like the mom who her her kid and her kid's friend have gone off into the woods to go to these falls, and they get kind of stuck up in the whole cocaine bear situation. But the cocaine itself, I mean, you have to remember that, like, even with a bear who's, you know, got probably a bigger stomach than, you know, a human, it's like, with the mouth that it's ingested or you know, there's even parts where it snorts it off of like a dead leg yeah. or something, you know, all again, all for comedy. This bear would have not been able to do all the stuff it does in this movie. Obviously, this is play for entertainment value. The bear would have been dead, which is actually was the case of the real bear is it probably lasted so long and then it died because of all the cocaine. 
but they treat cocaine in this movie like this this crazy you know element as you know cocaine is and the kids find a bag yeah early in the film and they act as if they're like these tough cool kids who have been doing this forever and are like oh yeah i know how to do this and there's a scene where they they cut a bag open with the knife and they they eat it they try to eat some as if it's like sugar and that played no other real element really just the one kid who kind of was along for the journey kind of would talk fast a little bit and had a little bit more energy and it was that kind of stuff from like i think we could have written some better stuff i think we could have gone a little better with like the human element because i think it was the weakest part like there's a detective who's coming in on this case and his whole thing is about his dog, this little foofy dog. And he's like, I wonder if she misses me. And like, it just wasn't funny to me. It wasn't like, I think what was funnier was there was a scene where he was like up on a roof and he, he couldn't yeah. get down because he's an older detective. Like that was more funny to me. So yes, what you go to see this movie for is the bear. And I'm glad that they do. They do treat the bear in a more sympathetic light through this film. I was going in with kind of a, ideas of how this movie was going to end and i think they end it more in a way that uh supports the bear this you know fictional bear that we're talking about and that yeah and it's actually in elizabeth banks had said it's kind of like um you know um because it's a sad story because of you know the war on drugs and what happened to the real bear that this one make you know kind of a revenge yeah. tale for the bear you know uh you mess with nature nature messes back um so i, I agree the ending's a little bit better for the bear itself um i have to i have to add to you know what, what's kind of weird about this film is there's a lot of weird editing choices um and where they're doing kind of these cuts to different scenes which don't really add to the film like there's one part like oh remember that guy you dated flash and then there's like um there's this one scene where one of the characters who survives doesn't and then you cut back to oh we discovered this body it was kind of very mm -hmm. weird and like and it was after, like oh we forgot like that scene yeah, it's like, oh, we forgot this. Um, so I, I, I agree with you. I, you know, that scene with the with the you know kids, you know, taking the drugs, they should have kind of played on the zaniness. If you're going to go for it, go for it. Like maybe they're like going nuts or something like that. There was no ill effects. Yeah, to or it would have worked better to me up. if they were slightly older characters. Like if they were more like yeah. teenagers, they come off like 11 year olds in this. So to me, yeah, it was like it was like watch. It was like trying to watch the Goonies try to like ingest drugs before going on their adventure and that's where i'm like yeah either you got to go balls to the wall or not because i will say the violence element of this film did go balls to the wall for the most part but yes it could use more um but there was some fun scenes and yes the trailer shows an ambulance chase scene that was probably the highlight scene of the film there's a couple other great moments um, so the, when the bear does do its stuff, I mean, some of it is played for comedy effect, even if it's pretty gory. Um, and I enjoyed that for what, you know, this film kind of projected itself as, as for Ray Liotta, I, it's, it's sad to me for an actor that I really do, uh, you know, respect and will miss his work, uh, to go out in this light, not not the best for me for him um you know we've enjoyed him in so many things but he at least is a stronger element i would say of this film i mean his role kind of is pretty self-explanatory and uh 
So he doesn't have much to do in the film, but it was fun to see. But again, I think the standout for the actors is Alden and Reich. And I always enjoy, we saw her just recently on The Watcher, and she's been popping up and stuff. Uh, Margot Martindale as Ranger Liz, she just has this like presence on screen. I think she's got a really great uh, way of capturing the, the audience. And she had some funny bits in this. And there was one moment, too, uh, with her with a gun that was kind of uh, like definitely woke up the audience. I felt like it was like a oh moment, uh, which I thought was really enjoyable. Which, which again, the film could have used me more of those oh moments where like, you know, oh, nothing's going to shock me. Well, that that definitely, you know, was eye popping. Um, so, uh, yeah, like, okay, for example, <laughs> yeah. uh, Game of Thrones alumni, Christopher Hivu, who uh, we love in so many things. I feel like he was completely wasted in this film. His part was just boring oh, yeah. and it, it just not much to him. And I was like, that's where I'm like, these movies like to cast people that people recognize. And not all of it worked. So it's one yeah. of those movies where I go, will I watch Cocaine Bear again? No, probably not. I like that, this that's... is our new style reviews. <laughs> when I watch it again, maybe, maybe not. Well, there, there's plenty of there's plenty of movies and plenty of TV shows uh, and video games for that matter. You you go through once and that's enough. It's not necessarily because it's bad, not necessarily because it's great. It's just you don't necessarily need to do it, you know. I I have family members who ask, like, you watch movies over and over again? And I'm like, some, yes. They're memorable yeah. and I love mm-hmm. them. This one, not for me. So for me, my final score for Cocaine Bear, really, it's gonna stand like at a like a five point five to six out of ten. Yeah. Oh wow. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna this is where we're quite a quite a skewed. I'm gonna go with a seven out of ten. Um just uh, like I said, I, I agree. Maybe not gonna replay value, but um you can go and check it out yourself. Check out Cocaine Bear exclusively in theaters. And that was this edition of Potential Picks. Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know know your your potential. potential.